Good evening. Uh, my name is Thomas Stellinger. I welcome you to Re-Evolve, our international webcast for consciousness and culture. I'm happy to have with me here in our broadcast uh, Jeff, uh, Jeff Fitch. Uh, Jeff, are you here? I am. So great to have you here. <laughs> Thank you very much. Jeff, uh, we met, I think, uh, half a year ago or a little more than half a year ago in Hungary yeah. at the uh, European uh, Integral Conference. Yeah. And there we found out that we have a shared passion, which I would call V-Space work. And you work uh, in this field also for a long time, but uh, you are in uh, the U.S. West Coast and you are founder of Pacific Integral. You also have a 25-year career in business leadership and organizational development. And uh, for over 10 years, you have been designing and leading transformative education, consulting, and coaching programs. But, and uh, you do this also from a perspective and with an interest to develop, let's call it integral re-space. Is that uh, fair to say? That's a good, yeah, that's a good start to the conversation. Totally fair to say. Yeah, thank you, Tomas. It's uh, really good to be with you. And, and uh, it was really fun meeting you at IEC and... And uh, having the, the 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 scheduling gods put us one put us our 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 little workshops one after another, so we got to play together. That was really a delight. No, it definitely was, and I am really happy to continue this conversation here uh, with our global audience. And uh, in the invitation for this webcast, I wrote that uh, vSpace is maybe the next frontier of conscious evolution. Mm. I think this is something we both agree on, isn't it? Yeah, you know, I, I think it's really important, and it does feel like a frontier, not just in conscious evolution, but also at many levels of our human society right now. I think we... Um, you know, we exist in a time where there's a great de degree of, of fracturing of, of the human mind and human organization. And there, uh, it, it seems to me that the movement towards we space in these fields that we're engaged with in terms of conscious evolution also reflect the larger movement, which is really important. No, I, I agree with that too. And maybe let's start this conversation and tell me a little bit, um, uh, what is your engagement with this WeSpace yeah. work? It's, uh, yeah. what, are, what are you doing? Uh, how did you get into it? And uh, what are you fascinated by? Yeah, no, thank you. It's, um, you know, uh, really the, the core of this, I mean, you know, our work at Pacific Integral and my work has really been, you know, for the last 15 or 20 years has really been about conscious evolution. It's about this deep impulse that we have to, wake up and grow up and and to create a better world together to evolve together and you know this work has taken a number of forms but one of the kind of cr principal core programs that we've offered for years it really started about um yeah back in 2004 is the generating transformative change program which is a a deep you know uh uh longitudinal program to support the development of the capacities for transformation, for 
we we space for collective and individual evolution and and uh right now it takes the form of a a nine-month program that occurs over uh, multiple residential retreats and so on. It's a deep sort of intimate process. And it's been, it's been a kind of crucible for our own, uh, in a way, our, our own kind of development and experimentation and evolution of ourselves, really. It's kind of one of the deeper expressions of the work that we do in the world. And what, one of the, you know, our intention originally wasn't particularly on we space, but it was just more broadly um, to work in the space of transformative change, but it became really clear early on how important our collective evolution was as part of that and um, and really just a, a, an essential element of that. So it became a really you know critical part of our view you know of what of what it means to evolve. Um, so, uh, you know, I would say I'll just start with that and we can go, you know, we can kind of explore that more fully, yeah. you know, what, what, what role does, you know, does the collective have in our evolution? Yeah. But let me also, uh, play a little bit the devil's advocate here. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, if you say, uh, this is, uh, maybe the new frontier of conscious evolution, is it really new? I mean, <laughs> uh, we, we are in collective since we are humans and uh, much longer than that. And uh, even if we look at the human potential movement, uh, group dynamics, and yeah. it, it was almost yeah. part of it. Is it really new? Is it not just a, a new fancy, fancy label, label for something that we're doing all along? <laughs> Never before in human history have human beings come together in a collective. <laughs> exactly, yeah. <laughs> this is totally new. <laughs> um, no, well, yeah, I would say kind of yes and no, you know. I okay. Mean, it's like, um, you know, it's like there's nothing new under the sun and everything is fresh and new. And uh, and so, I mean, one of the things that, that we, One of the things that to me like comes to my mind in that question is uh, one of the perspectives that we work with in our work is a developmental perspective. And, and in particular, um, uh, the, you working with some patterns and, and perspectives in the, the stages developmental model, which was created by my, uh, partner at Pacific Integral, one of the co-founders, Terry O'Fallon. And, mm-hmm. and, uh, one of the things that, That's interesting about that model is it shows how, yeah, of course, you know, individual and collective dimensions of human experience are, are ever present, right? It's a, you know, it's ever present in, in all things. Um, and, and yet then there's the evolution of our conscious awareness and engagement with that. And one of the things that she shows is that we tend to go through periods of of moving with a more individual focus to a more collective focus, back to a more individual focus, back to more collective focus. And as we move through those iterations, mm-hmm. we move through more and more subtle understandings. Mm-hmm. And so I think really what we're talking about here is, is something that's always been here, but also we're moving to a more subtle understanding of it. Mm-hmm. And, and so, and I think that uh, the, The, the thing that the word that, uh, that we're using here, space, mm-hmm. space 
to me points to that. So if you look at a you know, traditional human collectives have been more concrete collectives. Mm-hmm. So we would say not space, but we would say, you know, my, my people or my tribe or my family or my country, which is, exactly. a, which is, you, you know, it's you and me. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's, it's, it's not, it's not you and somebody else. It's our, our concrete collective. But when we use the word space, we're talking about something much more subtle. We're talking about a quality of, of a field of a, of, you could say culture, you could say um, attention, um, you could say that the more subtle hidden aspects of the collective and, and that can be enacted not just with a particular tribe, but with any people and, and, and much more broadly uh-huh. in the human family. So it is a kind of collective, but it's a more subtle level. Okay. No, I, re- I really liked that. I also liked uh, that you're pointing out this space and uh, afterwards you also said the field. And uh, that usually when we talk about collectives, we don't talk about space, collective space. We don't talk about a collective field. We talk, we talk about a tribal collective or uh, a, co- a collective of national identity, ethnic identity, uh, ideological identity or family, whatever. Uh, right. Uh, so there's something different in the way we l- we look, it seems. And uh, you're pointing to this word space. And uh, if it just uh, may go with you and ask, okay, uh, so okay, so we are talking about a space. Uh, uh, what is this? Uh, what, <laughs> what, what are we talking here? Or, uh, is this kind of a, a, a nice new paraphrase or is this something that's interesting, new and maybe holding something for uh, a different way of coming together. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, I think it's, um, well, it, it, yeah, I mean, it's a, uh, no, it's a good question. Yeah, t- t- so to me, the, and, and just to give it a bit more form, mm-hmm. um, you know, when, when, when we, when we begin to, move into this awareness, let's just say awareness of the we space, mm-hmm. awareness of the quality of relationship, you could say. Not just that we're two people talking, that we have our own ideas and thoughts and experiences, but just at the very beginning stages of this, we begin to shift into an awareness that there's a third thing here, that there is a relationship, that, and it has a, a, a certain kind of quality and dimension dimensionality to it and a nature to it, which evokes more fully each other or not. And, and so that first stages of that awareness of we space is to just to begin to actually see the, the dynamics and the more subtle character of the relational space. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as we become, begin to become aware of that, we can begin to, in a sense, prioritize things about that to say, you know, this, this, you know, uh, this relational space, we want to have a certain kind of shape to it, a certain kind of, um, you know, initially we're still kind of working at a, a fairly coarse, subtle level about, about that space. And we might be saying, well, what, what, what would be a powerful question for you and me to ask? Mm-hmm. So it's beyond the tribal identities but we're just simply saying like, what are the, what are the ways that we can shape the space that we're in? 
that can actually create more depth, more effectiveness, more openness. Uh, so that's beginning to have an awareness of this relational field. Mm-hmm. And then as that evolves, you know, the sort of in, in our model, the next stages of the conscious evolution start to have happen where, whereas individuals in that relational space, we begin to become aware of awareness beyond the ordinary self. Mm-hmm. So, so we're sharing a relational space, but we, but then the transpersonal domain begins to enter that space and become mm-hmm. shared within that space. So that brings a whole other relational quality to it and a whole other relationship to what it is to be in a relationship with each other beyond, you could say beyond the ordinary ego or beyond the ordinary self. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's, in our perspective is just a natural evolvement of that, of that self. If you, if you go back to talking about the tribal or ethnocentric orientation, the same thing happened there with the subtle mind. We were organized in collectives and then we all started to have our own thoughts and our own rational internal discourse. And we began to infuse our, our concrete collectives with that, with an orientation towards the mind and, individual rights and science and all of that. And now, now we're doing this again at a deeper level, which is we're coming into this deeper relational space and then beginning to infuse that mm-hmm. with um, the transpersonal. Mm-hmm. That, that's that, that may be a lot, a lot to. <laughs> no, no, it, it is. <laughs> kind of, yes, kind of yes, it is a lot. That's our point of view, but mm-hmm. it's, but it's, uh, it's, it's what comes to me to respond. No, it is a lot, but I think it's also very much to the point. And yeah. I w- would like to pick up some of the parts uh, that that you were bringing in here. Well, let me first also uh, bring something uh, for for my perspective that seems mm. uh, yes. uh, important, because we uh, we are n- not ta- we are not talking outside of history. We are talking in a certain point of history. Yeah. And uh, we and uh, with we I mean us in the uh, developed Western culture, if you whatever that is. Of the 21st century, uh, we uh, are in a certain habit of seeing ourselves as being human. That's different than uh, uh, 100 years ago, 500 years, or 2,000 years ago. And one of the main difference uh, differences that I think one can point to is uh, the process of individuation. Mm-hmm. That are uh, different than our tribal ancestors are uh, different than our medieval ancestors and even different to our uh, early modern ancestors uh, since the, the the height of modernity and the birth of postmodernity we are deeply deeply aware of i am and our particular uh, identity uh, to the depth of our psychological specific quality. Uh, there's a sense of uh, being aware of one's individual uh, s- uh, selfhood that yeah. is uh, a, a blessing and uh, a curse. Let's put it that way. Yeah. <laughs> at at yeah. the same time, I think it's a, it's a huge cultural achievement, because, uh, this individuation process, because... Uh, I, I really uh, uh, want to value it also uh, because it allows us to, to 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 bring us to our individual responsibility, our responsiveness to life yeah. as an individual. There's a, there's a lot. Uh, our, also, our democratic culture is based on this: uh, that I, 
as a person can respond to life and to, to whatever. And there's a certain perspective uh, that is also uh, just a cutoff from uh, the collective environment that uh, this individuation process is based in. Yes. And uh, this may be a cost of this evolutionary uh, uh, trajectory we were on. And it seems that maybe we are a little bit at a turning point here also in the evolution of consciousness and culture where something needs to be reintegrated. Mm. And this reintegration process uh, uh, does not mean to go back in, 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 to our ethnic self or tribal self or a mm. mythic self or whatever, but uh, it, 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 the question is really how, how integration. Is there a, possibil a possibility to transcend and include our individuation process in that sense? Mm. Yeah. And then you, you were saying something uh, uh, before uh, that I wrote down because I really found it uh, uh, very to the point. You talked about uh, that in, in, in this we space that you were describing, uh, the, uh, there's the possibility uh, to, to see, is, uh, to come to the question, is there a powerful question to ask between mm. us? Mm. As a defining point of this space that is be, uh, between the two of us. Mm. which is a very interesting defining point because we, we could have many defining points what this we space is about. We say, okay, we are two, we are two guys talking. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, we, 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 we are two members of the Western culture, of the 21st mm -hmm. century culture. We are white men talking. Or however, there are all different kinds of we's we would find out uh, that, that, that we could have as, as, as a defining point uh, of we space. They are all legitimate. Uh, but the point that you were bringing in, uh, uh, is there a powerful question to ask, is a very open point. You basically ask, is there something in this encounter between you and me? You are sitting at your computer in the West Coast of America. I'm sitting at my computer in the center of Europe. Uh, we are talking via the Internet. There is a communication space between us. Is there a particular question, a powerful question, is there a, a potential in this meeting point that could uh, be um, uh, s s something that is unique to this we space that we are having right now in this interview. Yeah. This is a very open question. This is very different than uh, basically defining us from our roots. It's that there is a, a subtle interest in this space that we are holding with our intellectual capacities, our sense capacities, our subtle capacities, yeah. uh, and uh, it's it's looking for something different than our kind of maleness or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, lo I love what you said. Um, I mean, it's interesting to me that you return to that. And also you asked a powerful question, which is, which is, is there some integration of this individuation that's possible? And so to me, yeah, to me, I kind of um, what you're pointing to in both asking, returning to that question and, and offering a question is a, is a kind of both and in a way of, of um, as we engage in the we space, just to hold that openness to, you know, which ultimately is, is just the boundlessness of the moment mm -hmm. that, that we actually kind of rest in that together with a with some little bit of intention you know to lean into it and to be receptive you know to what is that question 
except yeah, yeah. Be- because yeah. that's and cool. Be, I guess as I'm, I'll just say one other thing. Yes, sir. You know, as, as I'm sitting with that, your question of is there an indiv- is there an indiv- you know, individ- uh, integration of the individuation yeah. <laughs> possible is is a kind of doorway, you know, to to something which in me is just a sense of that larger question, which, um, you know, it, it is is maybe um, touching into, you know, like the deep potential that we have as human beings. Mm-hmm. Uh, what what is that? Uh, and my my sense of it, you know, just is um, is that my sense is a, like a, a, a deep intuition of that integration that's possible. Yeah. You know, we, we are, we are one family here and, you know, um, and it, it, it's something like, you know, uh, ultimately the, you know, the mind is taking this one reality and, and, and dividing it. And um, so the, you know, the, the integration of the whole here, is overwhelming in the face of that, but yet it's clouded over with our, mm-hmm. with our dreams of separation. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. That's just what comes to me in response to what you're no, saying. No, that's, 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 that's really cool. Uh, because um, you also said something different before. Uh, uh, you said something about uh, uh, that something uh can emerge here beyond the ordinary self, I think you said. Mm-hmm. And the way I understood what, what you were saying is, um, I mean, we let's again use this example where we are right now here doing this interview. Yeah. Uh, I, I invited you. Uh, you uh, uh, luckily agreed. So we're having this conversation. Uh, of course, I, I I have an agenda. I have an idea what, what, yeah. what I invite you, what, what, what I want. Uh, that there's a, there's a, there's a A and and that there's a kind of a vision of a B and how to get yeah. from, from from A to B. That's all part of the, all part. I, of the, I got the same thing on this end, Thomas. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I have notes on my desk. Exactly. So uh, that that that's that, that is my ordinary self. Yeah. Uh, and uh, th- there's nothing wrong about it. Uh, uh, right. Uh, but there's also something. Uh, here we are sitting uh, and including of all these agendas uh, uh there, there's there's something uh uh opening up between us and you can call it a v space yeah uh you, you can call it a, a meeting space however that has its unique potential that none of us not you not myself are really fully aware of because I I don't know you you don't know me and even if you would it wouldn't make too much difference uh, uh, so uh, th- this is its own thing that's that's beyond my agenda yeah and uh, the the interesting and that's maybe also new in this way space work uh, is there possibility to be interest in this be interested more in this than in my agenda yeah. Which needs a lot of uh, letting go of all my knowing and my wanting. Uh, right. It can be part of it. That's all okay. But mm-hmm. being more interested uh, to really see, oh, wait a moment. Uh, I, I, I hear Charles speaking and there's something happening between us. There's something building. Uh, what, what, what's, uh, what's the potential here? What's the, 
the the big question that wants to be asked here uh, what's what's the, the the powerful potential of the moment and and let the answer not come from from me but from what is happening between us right. and that seems to be different and i I really think this is very much also the heart of this uh newness of this work to to be aware of the subtle dimension. Uh, and to honor it. Uh, would you see that similarly? Yes, very much, very much so. Um, I think this is very articulate the way you described it. Uh, there's, um, I, I want to just kind of call call out something that you said, which referred to what we were talking about earlier, just as a way of kind of reinforcing it. But you said that, you know, you, you know me, I know you, but it wouldn't matter if we did, which is a kind of differentiation of this subtle we space from that, mm-hmm. from the from the kind of concrete collective of the er- earlier forms of collective, which is that it did matter if we knew each other or not. It's true. And, and what you're pointing to there is just the space itself and, and coming together and engaging with the space with this awareness of there's something beyond our own agendas, our own, our own ego, our own um, backgrounds and cultures and habits and of mind and all of that. And, and in our work, you know, there's a, there's a capacities and a process and kind of ways of cultivating that. So people can have this experience of, Mm -hmm. you know, what we're talking about where, where, um, where at a collective level, something deeper can move through the collective with uh, an amount of, you know, a kind of, um, you know, experience of flow and intelligence and liberation that's really palpable. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also was aware when you said that, like, can we let it go of our personal agendas that, that this is also, this is also where our, as human beings, where our wounding is. Right. Because, you know, at, at some point when we were, when we were three or years old, two or three years old, we were told, let go of your personal agenda and, you know, get, get along with the program of the family. You know? right, and, and, you know, it's not all about you. It's not about your, your, yourself and what you want, but it's about mm-hmm. the family. And that is often where our shadow lies. So mm-hmm. it's important to just for me just to acknowledge that as we as we create this we space, there is some work to do, um, both in stepping into that larger field, but also in, in integrating whatever's in ourselves that's in the way of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's very cool. I've, ne- I've never looked at this this way uh, from uh, one's uh, personal development from the childhood because. Um, what, what you're describing right now, uh, as, as a kid in our education, we, if I may say so, we were somehow coerced in our family agenda. Mm. Uh, basically, there's more than yourself, and that's part of education. And yeah. then you uh, you learn to uh, to conform uh, and to be part of it. Right. Uh, and then at some point, uh, we also learn to uh, go beyond uh, conformity and become ourselves. That's usually uh, when we're teenagers or, or later. 
Yeah, right. it's iter- iterating of the individual and the collective. You know, there's a certain level of individual that then gets integrated into a certain level of collective, and then a new level of individual yeah. individuates. Yeah. And we're iterating that again. Yeah, and, and what we're talking about is, n- is not going back to before where we were three. Uh-huh. It's also not a, a, a kind of um, a negating our uh, Individuated self sense where I as a young man, uh, and I, I was a very rebellious young man, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I was not part of this, whatever in my Austrian background, uh, not be part of this was very important for me. Um, I'm not surprised. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, but what, what we are talking about, um, and I think it's also part, uh, of the, uh, of the different quality and why it's 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 a higher development uh, and it's part of an evolutionary context. Uh, the, uh, it is that uh, to be kind of there for this moment uh, of this vSpace yeah. comes not out of, out of being forced to or, or kind of because I have to give up my individuality, but it's my individual free choice to be interested deeply interested in something bigger. So it's deeply carried by my individual capacity to choose something and it yeah. comes out of a free choice. That's a very different foundation. Yes. It comes out of insight and of a free choice and the, the V-space that's born out of this is by its nature very different than anything before because it's not because I'm part of a tribe or because I'm part of a family. It's because I, as a free individual, kind of uh, want to be uh, an expression of this meeting space that we hold together here. Yeah, I love it. I love it. It, You know, um, I want, I, I, I don't know what your intention is behind and what you're saying, but, but, but an intention that's present for me in listening to you is um, that that as we step in and to work with this larger we space, that there's a fear might come up of, oh, I'm going to lose myself, you know. Mm-hmm. And if you think about the, the polarity of individual and collective, mm-hmm. uh, each side of that polarity, in a sense, has a kind of um, unhealthy manifestation, right? So mm-hmm. unhealthy, we've been speaking a little bit about an unhealthy manifestation of the individual side, which might be alienation or fragmentation, um, so in, you know, kind of unhealthy aspects of the modern world where we become alienated from each other and nature. Um, but then there's an unhealthy manifestation of the, the collective side, which might be think of like, you know, groupthink or, mm-hmm. you know, cultishness or, you know, all, all of the, <laughs> just look at human history. There's lots of examples of unhealthy yeah. collective. And so, and the basic fear there is oh, I'm going to lose myself to this collective. Mm-hmm. And, and yet, so so there's a so it's important to say what to me to say what you're saying, which is that the individual, you know, individual autonomy and sovereignty is expressed through the we. Mm-hmm. And and I would say even if we look at it developmentally, that ultimately, as we integrate these different, you know, uh, levels of individual and collective, they become uh, unified in a way. So, you know, at the more ethnocentric level, you know, uh, 
we have to make sure that we're wearing the same clothes and talking the same way in our we space, mm -hmm. right? But but at at a at a more later stage level of a collective, that that doesn't matter at all. You know, we can have a we space, and I'm wearing a plaid shirt, and you're wearing a you know a tank top. <laughs> it doesn't matter exactly. You know, so 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 what we see is that as we grow, as we as we as we evolve we come to see the I and the we is non-separate at a certain level. Mm -hmm. So really, to me, this kind of integral we space or uh, evolutionary we space is a kind of, we don't have a word for it, but if there was a word for something that was individual and collective at the same time, I would mm -hmm. use that word. It's yeah. a kind of, it's a, an integration of the individual and the collective. Um, so that, so that, you know, and to me, this has an ethical perspective too. Which mm -hmm. is, if you look at our human family, we we have, you know, uh, it's important to, um, you know, to me, that we intend a kind of coherence and a kind of um, uh, both a, an integration of both our individuality and our diversity and our unity. And mm -hmm. so, it's 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 essential. That we're that you know that what we're talking about um, really allow for this complete individual freedom. Mm. Powerful. Uh, in what you are saying, there is also one element that I would like to highlight: that um, what you're just describing also changes the sense of I dramatically. Mm. Uh, this question: Who I am? Because um, there is. There is this uh, the place that where I come from, where I identify with, which is this I place, me place. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I, I mean, I have my history. I, 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 I grew up in in Austria. I live in Germany. I have this this history and these woundings and this whatever. This is my life, and uh, I have this uh, ideological uh, holdings and well, like everyone has. Uh, There's something that I can say I too. Uh, and that's usually what we call individuation and that's uh, what, 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 what we call identity. But, the, uh, but in, in this uh, double field that you are talking right now in its openness, there is also that the possibility I would describe, and I'm really interested if you would agree with that, to disidentify with this separate I sense. And see, there's something in this conversation, it can be any other conversation, uh, that is possible right now. And I don't know what it is. Yeah. And it can be identified so deeply with this possibility that somehow uh, I even can talk from this, from this possibility, be identified with this open moment right now. Yeah. There's a potential between us, and I don't know even who that is, but uh, if this que is questioning uh, the Thomas me, Uh, maybe I'm willing to go there and that means that I'm more identified with this potential between us and question what I usually hold on to for the sake of the potential of this very moment. That changes identification in a very radical open way and that's a potential of vSpace too. Uh, I love it. Yeah, no, I would very much agree with and, and resonate with what you're saying and that's the, you know, to me the an evolution of that space towards um, 
you know, uh, the transpersonal or the causal self or the self, mm-hmm. you know, the, the, the self as awareness beyond yeah. the ego. And yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, you know, there's, you know, to me, ultimately the potential is that we see, that we see as with the, what you're speaking to, Tomas, is not, not, bound even with a particular space mm-hmm. with a particular quality of interpersonal space, but it is in the nature of reality itself, mm-hmm. the openness and that the larger we is reality itself. And I think there is potential that we support the recognition of that such that we can live in our ordinary lives and our, and our uh, uh, ordinary selves, as you say, I love that you said there's something that I can say I to. <laughs> I wrote that down. <laughs> that's, that's a really great way of putting it. And at the same time, we're aware that we are always in a yeah. boundless openness. Yeah. And we can turn towards it individually or collectively yeah. space or no space yeah. now, I really I really appreciate that you are saying this because I I, I, I often say that uh, one of the irony of the vSpace work is that it's not about us hmm. it, 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 the, the, the we uh, as soon as the we becomes uh, uh, the subject it, it's just a, a kind of a a bigger form of separate identification with something that's not different than my eye identification. Then, then it becomes like ethnic, ethnical identity or whatever. Uh, the, the really interesting we space is a gateway to, to the openness to wholeness right yeah. now. Yeah. It's a gateway that has the power to, uh, to transcend my separate eye sense. But if, if, if it gets locked into this group identity, mm-hmm. Uh, uh, it's basically already over. And you, you said something before. Uh, you, you talked about the boundlessness of the moment. And uh, you talked about uh, the potential for human beings. And just the way you brought this in, uh, I, I found this very important that uh, even if you come back to the conversation that you, Jeff, and I, Thomas, ha- are having right now, it's not about the two of us. It's not even just the two of us talking right now, because uh, if I may say so, uh, the time that we are in, you talked about the difficult political times that we are having, the, 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 the kind of separations we have in society. Uh, if I may bring in the, the climate situation, all, this, all these parts are part of this conversation as I see it, and part of uh, the, the potential of this moment. And it's uh, to our capacity to, to hold something of this wholeness that uh, really allows the potential of where we are right now to to find not in a perfect way but uh, in, in a profound way uh, to a deep potential of what can come out of this conversation. But that's something that uh, needs conscious evolution to to hold as much as we are capable of, and it will be always limited. The wholeness mm. of the situation that we're in, talking the two of us right now. Mm. Mm. Yeah. Thank you. You know, um, I, I um, yeah, I, I think, uh, you know, there's, to me, um, 
uh, it, just in the moment, I just sort of am brought to some, you know, humility, really. Um, I don't really, I, I don't really know where this is heading or what impact this conversation or anything that I'm doing or that we're doing has on, on anything. Um, uh, yet at the same time, I have, I have like a profound faith in what we're talking about, a mm. profound sense of the potential of it. And so I, I feel, you know, returned and kind of compelled to engage with this over and over again. And I think it arises out of just, um, in part out of an experience of just these moments, like we're having now, mm. uh, opening doorways that have, that I've seen how that has an impact. Um, maybe an impact that's subtle and maybe takes years to realize. Uh, but I just think it's, it's just important that we just continue to open the door, you know, and to, um, and to turn ourselves to the openness of the space of the moment of our, of our, of our reality here. Um, uh, so that we can, you know, so that we can allow what, wants to emerge to come forth which one in my experience when when we do that when we turn to that and open to what we're pointing to it just sort of naturally comes you know what wants to happen just naturally comes forth mm -hmm. it's, hard. <laughs> it's pretty simple you know and um and uh that's that's something that's really 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 beautiful to experience I, and we've got a, and as a human family, you know, we've got a lot to to deal with, and I think this is an important part of it. But it's, but it's also not not to uh, not to, um, in a sense, not to even prioritize this over all of the subtle and concrete work that we need to do in the world. I agree. You know, to clean up the mess that we've made, to heal with the the wounding that we've created, to yeah. to heal the divisions. Uh, those are also involved, you know, negotiation and conversations and, you know, um, taking out the trash and, yeah. and everything else we need to do. And that's just as important as well. No, I agree. Uh, it would be just one of the next trap to kind of think this is the big thing that changes everything. Uh, mm -hmm. uh, it, it's not, uh, but it can be a contribution. Yeah. Yeah. And, I would like to bring it back also to the beginning of our conversation where I asked you, uh, so is, is, is this really anything new? <laughs> uh, <laughs> this re-space thing? Uh, and, uh, uh, kind of dove into also how it's not, it's, it's not new at all because of course we have been together all the time. Uh, 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 uh we have been together even before we re realized that we are separate or, <laughs> before we started our separation process called individuation. Uh, so so the, uh, no, it, it's not new, but uh, I think uh, in the way you, you stressed uh, these different components of, uh, uh, when you started to talk about the space of the we space and that there's a subtle awareness and when you talked about the wholeness and we, uh, uh, we talked about this play between uh, identity, identity and disidentification. I think something opened up that I, I think it's legitimate to uh, say, yes, there's also something new uh, and it holds a higher potential of awareness of something that uh, does not let go of our 
uh, individual self-sense, but is able to hold it in an open way to put that something between us that has a field character, an openness character, can be mm. coming to focus in a way that it hasn't, uh, at least not in our individuated times and mm. not with including our individuation and, and the, all the capacities that come from that. And that seems to be, uh, that seems to be a new, uh, potential. And I think that it's also important to acknowledge that because, uh, only then we really can work, uh, uh what this uh, capacity is about. And I think we are just in the middle of it. Uh, to my understanding, this we space work, and that's a kind of, you may say, my kind of, uh, uh, particular ideological framing of this. I, but I see that this we space work is popping up in all different kinds. Uh, of places we, we we just had a conversation with a young friend of us in Russia. I know people in the Philippines are uh, uh, there's m- many initiatives from the west coast I know it seems that something is popping up in the evolution of consciousness and culture that is playing with these new capacities of we space and uh, to my understanding, I see it uh, as a similar important development like the individuation process in the actual ages where all of a sudden all of from from from, from east uh, asia to south asia to the mediterraneans uh, there were these people uh, of that uh, that started this individuation process of humanity in a very new way it, it had to do with uh, also the big religions and the big mystery schools but, but there was something where the individuation uh, process really uh, went somewhere new and uh, I I really think that maybe we are in a place where something new is happening again uh, I know I'm, I'm, I'm painting a pretty big picture here uh, and uh, I want to hold it cautiously but I would like to ask you uh, what's your perspective on that uh, I think it's a really important observation that you're making and it's it's consistent with my view. I, I mean, uh, once we, well, you know, once we become aware of how development happens, how transformation happens as a pattern in and of itself, then I think it's what we can see is that there are things that emerge in the space of human activity that, that in a sense are emergent kind of quality or structure and they're popping up all over the place and actually the act of doing what you just did which is to identify what's the larger emergence in the field and how is what you're seeing or what we're seeing or doing participating in that is an important it's important act to do because otherwise you can it's easy to kind of um, look at something like this and to put our our kind of modern Newtonian frame on it like uh, you know this is an important practice and and um, and uh, it, it's you know uh, it's, it somehow has to, to scale out of our own efforts, but it's actually happening all over the place, and and we're participating in something yeah. larger than ourselves as we're yeah. engaging with whatever we're doing. Yeah. And so it's to me, it's also an expression of that that like larger we space beyond the the collective, the human collective that we spoke about earlier, just to see that, oh, there's an emergent pattern in, in everything that we're participating yeah. in. That's, that's a kind of collective, too, that's um, that we're part of. Yeah. 
Jeff, there's uh, uh, so much more I would like to dive into, but we are also at the end of our time. <laughs> uh, I think, though, I, I mean, I found this conversation fascinating. Also, in relationship to what you just said in the end, because, look, uh, I, I talked to you the second time in my life, uh, and uh, oh, you seem to be uh, doing something in uh, in Pacific Integral uh, that taps into a potential. We do some work here uh, in, in, in Central Europe, uh, tapping into some potential. Then we are talking right now here, and there seems to be a lot of uh, surprising mutual understanding of what we are doing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that itself is interesting, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's, I really appreciated the conversation too, Tomas, and, and just, um, yeah, I, I found that similar kind of resonance and coherence with in the conversation and, and it's really, really lovely to have this conversation with you and to re-meet again. And, and, um, I just, um, really feel inspired by it and also just have, um, remembering our encounter even with Elizabeth and, and all of us and, and IEC and with fondness. So thank you. Thank you. For no, thank you. Thank you very much. One last question. Uh, if people, uh, want to look into, uh, your work and what you're doing, what's the best website to have a look at? Yeah, go to pacificintegral.com. Pacific and Integral. there you'll find everything. Um, there's information on the GTC program and there's a resource section that has some videos and audios and papers in it. And, and um, in particular, there's a, um, a uh, paper on the website, which is the chapter from the Cohering the Integral mm-hmm. We Space that I wrote that really describes and touches on a lot of the things that we've been talking about. So if, if anybody's listening and they and they have an impulse to want to read more of uh, what we're speaking about, that's a good, that's a good starting point, but just come to the website, poke around, be, you know, be in touch um, with us anytime. If you have any questions or want to be in a conversation. Jeff, uh, thank you very much. Uh, thank you everyone for listening uh, and a, uh, Good evening from Frankfurt. Good morning, good afternoon, wherever you are. And I hope uh, you uh, uh, connect to Redevolve, uh, to the international program again in two weeks. Thank you. Good night.